Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark Wingfield here with Pastor Terrence Williams and Sam King, who produces our show. And our show is Simple Truth, and this is Cutting Edge. And this is a... uh, 30-minute or so uh, podcast that we're recording. We're doing things just a tad bit differently than we've done in the past. Uh, So this episode will actually be on the podcast, and you can find that on Spotify, on Google Play, uh, or on Apple Podcasts. And so if you uh, watch podcasts or listen to podcasts on those, please um, find us and and check us out on a regular basis. But... uh, um, things are, things are going to be a little different again. We're not going to be doing, um, the shorter shows anymore, uh, or at least for this season, we're going to be doing longer shows only. And so, uh, uh, so tune in, uh, every week's, I think Terrence, is that what we kind of said? Maybe we're going to do every couple Wednesday every nights. Other, every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every other week will be. So maybe if we get it on a regular night, like maybe at Wednesdays at eight, at some point, it'll be something that you can kind of be ready for and expect. But uh, anyway, you're with us now. So we ask you that you would share this. We have a really good topic tonight, I believe, something that I think that a lot of our listeners would enjoy um, being part of. And so... Uh, for whatever reason, we don't think that everybody's getting the notifications that we're live when we go live. And so it would help if you would share this. And of course, it also helps that some of your friends who may not watch us might, uh, you know, their eye might, might, um, see what we're doing and, and want to be part of it. And then, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about the, the article from the news leader. Uh, was that this morning's paper actually, Terrence? I know on Facebook it was yesterday. Um, it was today, today's it was paper. The- the 13th it was yesterday yesterday's paper okay it was yesterday okay i don't know how it works i know that the news virginian would a lot of times post some of my writings in the afternoon before it actually was in the paper the next morning so i don't know if that's how it may it uh, may have been in the paper it may have been in the paper today but it was online yesterday it was online yesterday for sure and uh you know and and terrence was a, a big part of that and we'll talk a little bit about the details of that some of the things that were quoted in there um, were factual, but the uh, spin was uh, unbelievable. And the headline itself was flat out. uh, uh, Well, really, I guess we would say slander. Um, I don't know that yeah. it's worth, uh, you know, uh, pursuing, but uh, my goodness, um, I don't think you could make the case that uh, that that the guy writing it uh, was making that you in any way in any of your comments blasted anyone from the LGBTQ community whatsoever. Um, but we'll, we'll get into those details in a few minutes. Um, in the meantime, right. again, we want to invite you all on. We want to tell you that we're thankful that you're listening. And um, our ministry here is is really dedicated to to trying to bring truth to cultural matters. Um, we try not to talk about the same things over and over. We know that there are some of the same topics, Terrence, that do seem to kind of come up a lot. Um, there are things that, uh, that the culture is talking about all the time, and therefore uh, we sometimes feel like it's what we want to be talking about as well. But, uh, but every once in a while, a hot topic just drops right in our lap. And I guess this is one of those instances. So maybe you want to give us uh, a few minutes uh, to explain what happened um, beginning Monday. I mean, a little bit of the the preface, of course, is that, uh, I don't know, um, not that long ago, a few years uh, tops, the Stanton School Board removed weekday religious education, WRE, from Stanton Public Schools. 
Um, it's still mm-hmm. in a lot of the school systems in our area, uh, but I guess each school system uh, decides whether they are going to have that one or not. And, and so Stanton decided they wouldn't. Um, a lot of people came out and, and spoke up about it. In fact, I believe, um, I know I wrote a, a column about it. That was back when I was still writing. And I know that uh, more people spoke for it at the school board meeting then spoke against it but that didn't seem to change anything and so it went um but recently there's been some talk about trying to get it back and so part of the public comment time this past monday night was dedicated towards that particular topic um i wasn't there um i was teaching my training to send class um and terrence doesn't live in stanton but uh felt led like other people have to go and speak and it was mentioned by the way terrence i think you probably saw it on the news leader facebook page that it is a regular practice for people from stanton or waynesboro to come to augusta county meetings and speak their piece um when uh, and so you know it's a regular thing that people do. You don't have to live in the city in order to speak uh, during the public uh, comment time. And so, anyway, yeah. Terrence, you went and you spoke Monday. And uh, and really, uh, after that happened, I remember seeing some people saying on Facebook, hey, thank you, Terrence, for what you said. I think people said something about Mike speaking something. Uh, I, I didn't really mm-hmm. see all that much. I mean, a little bit. I saw some all yeah. positive. Uh, people just like, hey, you know, thank you guys for standing up. But, I mean, it wasn't anything really controversial or, or, or earth-shattering or, or changing, right. world-changing. I mean, I'm, by the way, that's how I always saw my column. My column was never anything that was going to change the world. It was just an opinion piece that was in a local newspaper. Yeah. I was thankful for the habit, and a lot of people liked it, and some people didn't. Um, but, uh, but when that group um, gets a hold of it and decides they want to spin it or bash it or tear it apart – or try to tear you down. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they've done it to me in the past, and they got you this week. So why don't you tell everybody what happened? Well, yeah, I um, uh, first of all, my motivation for uh, even going to speak in the first place was uh, covered in a in a simple truth that we did last month. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the, the last month meeting, there were two pastors from Stanton. Uh, Reverend Turner and Reverend Scott uh, from the AME Church and the uh, uh, one of the Baptist churches on Augusta Street that uh, spoke uh, in opposition to WRE being reinstated. And, you know, you know, we just unbelievable for two men who preach the word every week uh, to their congregations to 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 to, to not want religious education to be an option uh, in public schools. Uh, first of all, I mean, WRE is is a voluntary program. It's it it's uh, it takes place in what was what would be called a special, you know, where people would choose uh, maybe music appreciation or some other elective. Uh, it's not taking in away any uh, class time and it's not even on school and it's property. Off Right, it's right. off camp, and the, and the students have to, uh, their parents have to uh, be in agreement with them uh, taking, with them being a part of it. Uh, you and I were part of it. I think your parents even taught, uh, were instructors of it back, uh, back in the day. Your mom. Um, mm-hmm. I had Mrs. Mm-hmm. Clark over at near Winona um, in the 70s. So, I mean, it's always been around. It's been around for, I think, since the 1920s uh in uh in virginia so um 
So that's the reason that was the main reason why I went. And my motivation also was to appeal to them on the basis of uh, the diversity, equity and uh, inclusion that they preach so much uh, nowadays, you know, whether it be the social justice uh, people or, you know, the LGBTQ ad, ad, uh, advocates and allies that, you know, they want they want their voice to be heard, even even if it's a minority voice. Uh, they want their voice to be heard. So I appeal to them based on the basis of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I, you know, I was quoted correctly in part of the, uh, and I'll read it. I'll read my quote that it says, I said, if, a, if racial equity is important, if sexual identity is important, if the right to identify as the opposing gender is, is important, if pronouns are fought for and promoted, uh, and something that is not necessarily uh, widespread here yet. I've heard rumblings of it, but if identifying as an animal uh, and putting litter boxes in classrooms is important, then why would you oppose something that has not changed for 2,000 years, that being uh, the Bible? You know, the, it's the Bible's ability to, to uh, change lives. A lot, not many of these children uh, go to church. Uh, this is something that exposes them. Uh, I know it was something I look back in my own life uh, as something that planted a seed, you know, even if I didn't really, it didn't come to fruition until I was 24 years old, but it did plant a seed in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for it. And so I said that. And at when I said I think it was probably the thing about the animals that triggered uh, a uh, Jordan Zipser, who was a trans and non-binary person, uh, and he hollered out, that's uh, transphobic BS, right in the middle of my speech. And so I kind of elevated my voice, not, uh, not arguing. I, I, I elevated my voice to finish my speech. And then when I went back to my seat, I, I, I walked by this person and I said, um, I'm not transphobic. And uh, and uh, I later uh, approached, tried to approach the, the, this person after the meeting was over and they yelled at me, said, that I, do, I do not want to talk to you. And as the article <laughs> said, this person remembered me from the Augusta County meetings when they were trying to uh, change the bathroom policy to uh, to allow transgenders to use whatever bathroom they wanted. And um, and so I guess once they once she I'll call her a she she doesn't identify as a she she says she's a they them. But uh, she uh, she uh, said once she remembered who I was, she um, didn't want anything to talk, didn't want to talk to me. So uh, I did right. make an effort. Uh, I, I I never was argumentative, never raised my voice, uh, my elevated my tone only to uh, get the rest of my uh, what I had to say in because I had to say it over top of stuff that was being yelled from the back of the room. And so, yeah. um, you know, and then I got a message from Patrick Height the next day asking if I thought if I thought if my he's the writer thought, of the article. Yeah, article. If my uh, things, I, if my comments were transphobic, if so, uh, if if not, why? 
And so I explained to him that I did not believe they were transphobic. I, I basically repeated what I said, that I'm making an appeal to uh, to your, the, the policy that they're doing in Virginia and in every other state about diversity, equity, and inclusion, that why would you exclude uh, Christian education, which has value, you know, uh, it has educational value, it has historical value, um, obviously, we know it has spiritual value to change lives. Uh, it, it plants seeds. So um, why would we not allow that? Uh, I believe that if any religion, whether it be Islam or Buddhism or whatever, if they wanted to make an equal claim in America, uh, they would have every right to do so. Um, right. Right. Um, because of the school, because of the, the country that we live in, because of the constitution that we're under, it's it's not something that we could say no way. You know, I think we know uh, they were teaching Islamic stuff in Riverheads not too long ago, and a lot of parents uh, raised a stink about it. And that was in school, Mark. That was not off property mm -hmm. like the Christian right. part the of the classroom. Education. Remember. Um, they were, yeah, they were teaching Islamic stuff in the classroom. So, uh, I don't really see where it's an overreach for us to have WRE. It's been around. They, they stopped it in 2016 and, uh, Becky Cox and some others have been really passionate about trying to bring it back. Uh, they've even had a church locally across from one of the middle schools offer their facilities to even for, for, uh, the class to even be taught there. So uh, it's not like God's hand is not in it, uh, trying to reinstate it. But uh, we know Stanton, um, like Charlottesville, is very, very liberal. Um, you know, we're they're getting ready to have their mischief, mischief and magic weekend coming up in a few weeks. They have a pride thing in the park in October. So they're very open to opening up the city to uh, to things, and but. Uh, we know why uh, we're opposed. I mean, it's no secret. You know, Jesus said that the world's not going to like us. Uh, so it's really it's really not a surprise or a shock. It's just the fact that uh, it's hypocritical. And I said that, that it, at the end of my speech, I said, if 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 you're if you're promoting diversity, equity and inclusion, that it is highly hypocritical for you to deny uh something that is an elective, something that is off school ground, something that does not take away from class time to be taught to those parents who desire, desire for their children to, uh, to participate in those things. And, and so if any of that is blasting uh, the LGBT community, right. the trans community, um, then I, I don't know how they define it as that, but that. Well, that's right. You, you, you explained that very well. Um, and there's a lot that we could talk about now. Um, you, we've already um, stated, both of us on this show, um, our support for WRE. So we don't really need to, to spend much time on that. And I believe that for the most part, of our regular listeners um, are in support of that program as well. And if you're not, yeah. we would certainly welcome to hear why. Um, we believe that it's 
a right. Um, we're not saying it should be in the school as far as in the classroom, and we're not saying that it should be mandatory. We're saying it should be an option for parents who want to send their children during that particular time of the day when other things um, uh, that are electives are going on, and 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 just leave it at that. I mean, we. Um, so 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 what I am thinking about though is again how. I, you know, I, I, you showed me the transcript uh, of what you said, and you put it on online so that it's right there. And and, and golly, I mean, it, it, it was good. I mean, what you said was right on, and it was so not offensive. That's the thing. Um, that that's the thing. I mean, um, you, I believe. I mean, you and I haven't talked about this, but I would guess that as you wrote that, um, you did it carefully, so even to anticipate perhaps a moment like this where someone might uh, try to jump in uh, and say, oh, you're saying this. You did not say anything at all um, derogatory or disrespectful to no. to a community that 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 really you don't agree with a lot of what goes on there but in your speaking you didn't go there wisely because that wasn't the topic you know what has happened now is that this article um you know just as, as so many journalists do uh, patrick heights not the only one but um they took one aspect of it which was a minor aspect of it and wasn't even um uh what the the topic of the night was the topic of the night was should wre come back or not had nothing to do with that community and yet that article was dominated by this person who has dominated articles uh, by Patrick Height before, um, and also has written, I believe, um, you know, herself, himself, whatever, uh, you know, articles uh, or blog or something, columns. I don't remember exactly, but um, yeah. But 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 so now we're all talking about and the discussion on the news leader um, page. If I said News Virginia at some point, I, I didn't mean to. I, I don't know if I did or not. But on the newsletter page um, mm -hmm. is, is all about this discussion and people saying, well, how hateful, how can you be a Christian leader and, and say hateful things ab about the, the LGBT community? I would say, and I think you know where I stand on that, I don't think we should be saying hateful things about that community. And I would, would probably... You know, you and I would probably talk about that privately if that is what had come out. See, you're wise. You're wiser than me, Terrence, and that you wrote down what you wanted to say. And so um, in right. doing that, you eliminated the possibility of uh, speaking uh, from the heart. Because sometimes when we speak from the heart, um, we, we don't always speak wisely. Uh, see, I could see myself with that microphone, um, and, and I would speak passionately. But I don't know that what would come out would always be the wisest thing. But but you did. And, and, and now you're being... Um, you're being accused in some way of saying things that were hateful and people saying, well, we would never go to that church. Or they're saying, we can't believe you're a man of God. And, um, as if they were coming to our church anyway. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's just what happens. Don't you expect that this probably, um, is what we should expect more and more of, you know, I, I guess the question comes, um, do we now, do we have to take the approach that, um, you know, I was thinking about, do we have to take the approach that we won't speak now to this particular journalist? Because my initial thought today was, well, I wouldn't speak to that guy um, because he's going to take it and twist it and, and, um, uh, and I'm going to regret it. The reality of it is what you actually spoke to him 
in that private conversation between you and he, he didn't really use any of that in the article anyway. What he did was he took what you said, twisted it, took it out of context, and then went on to your Facebook page and read some stuff and and brought that into the article as if that had anything to do. Again, really had nothing to do with Monday night. I mean, you you would you would um, uh, posted some support for WRE on your Facebook page. What a surprise. I I mean, good grief, you know, um, I I just. I don't know. I mean, and again, people read it and then they comment it. I know what they do. They, they, they want, they gauge the effectiveness of this writing by how many people um, uh, react to it. Uh, I, you know, I get it. Um, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, they're not pushed away by our threats to cancel the paper or never subscribe to it to begin with. Um, they want right. us to jump on their Facebook page. They want advertiser to see that they want all that. I, I, you know, we know how it works. And, and I guess in one sense, we play into it a little bit because I just posted a comment on that particular thread right before I got on here. Um, because I re- read something, somebody else that said, I'm just like, what are you guys reading that? Um, but I know that's what they want. So we're giving them what they want, and we're talking about them now for half an hour on here. But uh, you know, whatever. Mike, Mike Adams says this is an opinion piece, not facts being reported. It should be an editorial, and I mean, and that really is what it is. And and in, but but even in an editorial, uh, you know, you, you got to write with integrity. I, I can't get on when I was writing at uh, you know opinion pieces for for half, um, you know, for, for half a decade, six years, um, I was very careful to not write anything that wasn't true. I mean, I would give my opinion and yes, I gave a slant. That's what an opinion piece is. Um, so yeah, Mike is right. This was an opinion piece, but good grief. Um, you know, even in that you should, you should hold the truth. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. So, so, so what, what next, you know, I mean, I don't think this really does anything to, to, to shut us up if that's what uh, somebody was hoping. Well, and to answer your question, what you said, you know, should we, you know, uh, I'm not going to duck Patrick Hyde or any other writer. Um, um, and there is some discussion has been some discussion, whether, whether there's any legal grounds, um, whether it is or not, you know, that's not a big deal to me. I, I, I believe the Bible and I believe that, you know, the more we start to, to speak out, which is something church leaders desperately need to do. I'm not even from Stanton. Uh, there was one pastor from Stanton that spoke, uh, that was Kevin Last Harris. Night or Monday, Monday night. Oh, okay. Mike, Mike, Mike for, for the, Stanton yeah, okay. Yeah, Mike's a Stanton resident uh, as an evangelist. Uh, other yeah. than that, there were no other there were no other pastors uh, there, and to me, I think that's tragic. Um, and I've made that statement before uh, at other Stanton meetings um, that there were no pastor no pastoral uh, support. I mean, and uh, again, you know, it, it comes down to I, I guess whatever your viewpoint is or. You know, should you know, it's the old age old argument. If you're going to put it under a label of politics, then you we've made that something that is, you know, do not touch. You know, it's too hot to touch. But um, at some point, I think we're supposed to mingle into the world. I, I believe part of Jesus's commission was for us to go into all the world. Uh, 
and uh, preach the gospel, uh, uh, teaching the things that he commanded, you know, commanding them to, to do the things that he com- that he taught. Um, I think we are to involve ourselves uh, in every in every realm. Uh, you you're the pastor of First Baptist Church of Grottoes. Uh That's your job. That's your call. Uh, but mm-hmm. I believe that we have. But I believe we should have politicians that are saved. I believe we should have teachers that are saved. I believe that we should have doctors and nurses that are saved. I believe there's every arena uh, that we should have believers uh, and and believers that uh, share their faith. You're doing some. You're doing uh, uh, training to sin. The object of training to sin is for people other than the pastoral leadership to go out and mingle amongst people mm-hmm. out in and share the gospel well i mean what's mm-hmm. going to happen when you do that you're you're going to have some people that get saved but you're going to have some people that are going to get highly offended and highly agitated there's really no way around it uh there's no safe ground for us um unless we just stay silent and not say anything and i don't believe that's what god has called us to do uh you said it correctly you know i i had no uh i have no nothing in my heart I know so many. I know a lot of people in the LGBTQ community. I, I pastored a church that had some that even attended the church that I pastored. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have a sin like other people have sins. Theirs is not the only mm-hmm. sin. Um, right. It's the loudest one talking right now, probably, but it's not the only one. And so, do I care for them? Do I care for this Jordan Zipser? Uh, absolutely. And um, it's nothing personal. Uh, there was nothing in my heart that I said, you know, I'm going to say something to hurt people, hurt their feelings. Right. I wanted didn't. to I wanted to make the appeal based on their policy that they go by of diversity, equity and right. inclusion to say, why would you exclude uh, Christian education? Um, if you know, if you're going to use that policy to allow uh the things that you desire to to allow, um, right, right. Then why not Christian education? And that was the whole point. And none of that was in the article. <laughs> the only right. thing in the article right. so, was was what caused the reaction in the back of the room. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, there you go. So, you know, again, uh, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's not. I don't even know um, Patrick Height. Don't know who he is. Don't. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing to say about him. I mean, I just don't understand. I, well, I, no, that's not true. I do understand why you, um, you know, you print uh, post inflammatory headlines because again, you do want to get readers. So I know how that goes. I know I, I, I do get it. Um, but you know, it's still frustrating. Um, you know, fortunately, yeah. you know, Terrence, you have a name. You have a name in in in, in the Christian community in, in the Shenandoah Valley and even beyond. That um, certainly none of this is going to fall back on you in any way. And you know, I'm I'm one of those people. You know me as one as a pastor. More and more, I I I think uh, you know. I don't know. You and I probably do agree um, for the most part. But I don't know. We may not agree completely on. I I think that that a pastor at least you know needs to be a little bit more diplomatic. I know that people don't like that word, but I just believe that, you know, my call is to shepherd um, people that think uh, all kinds of different ways. And I don't want to uh, yeah. say things or do things that would make it nearly impossible for me to not only lead a person to Christ, but also to lead them once they have come into the fold. So, you know, that that's... Mm-hmm. 
but that's not this again that's not what happened here at all um you didn't yeah. uh you didn't say what they said you said i mean if you had called people animals you know i, I know that one time um <laughs> remember trump did that one time and and then right. when you really looked at what he said uh i think that people said he was calling all el salvadorians um animals uh no he was actually calling the the ones from that particular gang that were like you know macheteing people to death on the streets a bunch of animals right. in a way that right. we all at times use that phrase and no and so that that's not that, that, you know, um, but uh, but that's not what you did here at all. I mean, again, if you look, you literally were just saying people who identify. I mean, if people are saying and, and again, I don't know if that's really in the school system or not. That's a totally different debate. And if that had been what they wanted to go, well, fine, have that debate. But again, that's not what they did. What they did was they took what you said and changed it into you saying something that you didn't say. And that's right. where, you know, I have the, and unfortunately, once you do that, once you have that particular headline, the people that read it, obviously the one, um, zipper or zipser or whatever, um, not Jordan, but the other one, the, 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 the wife, Erica. I guess, um, Erica, yeah. she, she started to, to say, you're calling people and animals and, and anybody who really read that, I don't think that they would have even come to that conclusion had that headline and that first paragraph of that story already prompted them to think that, because if they really looked right. at what you said in context, they may not have agreed with what you said. And they may have said, Oh my gosh, you're using hyperbole. You're talking about a straw man that doesn't exist. Fine. Whatever. They can have that conversation, but they couldn't fairly say wow i can't believe he's calling people animals because again that is just not what you did so no uh before we close let's see here mike says that's not the purpose of the press it is to report the facts we moved so far away from that well no that that's true um but i guess what i'm just meaning within that um even if you're being an honest um journalist uh you're going to to uh, create um, headlines that do draw people in and, and bring, uh, you know, people to read it. Uh, yes, certainly you should um, you do honest ones. Uh, and again, yeah, we've gotten away from that. I think we've gotten away from that for a long time because I remember in 1989, no, fall of 88, when I um, started my freshman year in school in Rochester, New York, I started as a journalism major and my whole thing that I would tell people of course, I wasn't a Christian back then, was I think journalism would be great. It would be great to get paid to just tell the most fantastic lies you can think. You know, so it's not like it's a new thing. I mean, even 30-some years ago, that was in my mind. That's what journalists do. But, yes, right. the, the, the things that are going on now do take it to a different level. Um, and it's really unprofessional, and it's it's not right. So uh, I, I think you're right, Terrence. We just press on. Um, no pun intended there. We uh, just keep on going. And <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, and, and we just trust the Lord. Um, you know, again, I, I think anybody, um, who knows you knows your heart and, uh, they yeah. may not always agree with you. They may at times you've said it, maybe they think that you're too brash on Facebook at times, maybe this, maybe that, but nobody mm -hmm. being honest could ever say that you have ever said anything hateful. Um, about the uh, the gay community or the transgender community, and and, wow. and saying that I, I can I, I think in your shoes I, I'm sure that not only does that probably um, 
make you a bit angry. I would think it would hurt you a little bit just to, to think someone might believe that about you when when you know your heart. So, uh, but keep well, on going, man. brother. Don't let it uh, don't let it derail you. I know you won't. Um, it's just no. uh, the way the way it goes when you're out there preaching truth. Amen. I mean, and that's that's what we need to continue doing. Um, and when, whenever we uh, enter into that arena, this is the way they fight. Uh, but we That's right. we know that our we don't fight that way. We don't fight that way. And so, That's right. uh, and by the way, you know, I spent most of my ride home after the meeting praying for Jordan and Erica. Uh, mm. So mm. Uh, I believe I believe I, I know you did because they're they're lost and and they're angry and we're we're in a day and age where we can't even really have conversation which is what i went back there uh, for the purpose and i wanted to go back there and just uh try to appeal to her that you know i'm not transphobic uh i'm not and um whatever that means uh, but you know right. i i I understand the arena that we're in. If we're gonna if we're gonna enter into that arena, this is the way the fight. This is the way we, they fight, and we're just gonna have to uh, humbly, uh, with as much humbly hum, humility and grace, enter into that. But also with enough uh, boldness and uh, straightforwardness to say the things that need to be said, and let the chips fall where they may. You know, I'm gonna keep Amen, going, brother. <laughs> Amen, Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Well, we are going to keep going. We're done with this episode of uh, Simple Truth uh, Cutting Edge tonight. Um, we're thankful for those of you listening to this on a, on the podcast. Those of you who are listening uh, live, please um, consider listening to the podcast on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you for the live audience tonight. We had some, some good feedback and, uh, we appreciate that. It always makes it more enjoyable for us. So until next time, Pastor Mark, Pastor Terrence and Sam King for Simple Truth Cutting Edge.